listening to MPX Rehab. I am here as always with my co-host, the voice of the MPX addicts, Kyle Smith. MPX addicts, MPX adorers, MPX activists, uh, anarchists. Anarchists. Uh, anarchists was my God, favorite. I think that's probably my favorite thing about the whole Matt Fisher as director of operations. That and I love the, I'm tough, but fair. <laughs> because it's genius i love it everything will be fine with yeah. fisher i am entertained <laughs> I, it's just that's I, it's great to see him around more yeah and i think this is a perfect role for him no it is it's brilliant um it's a way for old mpx addicts mm. to have someone from the past uh you know we've talked briefly about matt fisher's history before yeah. and he's a have former mpx champion yep um, and then they have them back and have them as uh, the DOC, I think, is really great. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it's entertaining. And that's what Matt has been for most of the time we've ever seen him is oh, yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it's like whether he was, uh, you know, helping Kirby take down Dex during that uh, return of mm-hmm. the uh, former <laughs> champs. Uh, or it was the, you know, Frankie Fisher's personal yep. <laughs> referee. Exactly. You know, Which, it's like this, all of this, it's he's. It's great to see him back. It's great to see. Him, well, it's like I, mm-hmm. I say back, but you know, right. it's like this is still for me kind of newish. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see him, and it's um, I love the things he's doing, even on social media on the group page. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> it's so great. I mean, even Frankie Fisher is saying, "Hey, can you not use my name?" <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I still want to be liked by the addicts." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't 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 just say Fisher. Say you know Matthew Fisher. <laughs> Uh, uh, we love him anyway. Uh, yep. But, uh, well, it was a really great show at MPX Thunder 2020. Because, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, I think that ha- Thunder, Lightning, then Purple <laughs> Rains, just that's the way you got to keep it. Yeah, it is. And hopefully it will be for, you know, many years to come. Thunder, yeah. Lightning, Purple Rain, that yep. whole, you've already got that month's show of uh, names. You don't have to think of it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Um, yeah, Thunder obviously was great. Uh, the week before that was good. It seems like this one was a little better. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it, I don't know, like I said, that I think is to be expected when you're building the purple rain every week is going to be better than the last. Probably. Yeah, I'm expecting lightning will be just amazing. And mm-hmm. like that's compared to thunder. <laughs> right. And it's like, but I got to say with thunder and with actually this whole month, we're seeing things built up that I am really a hundred percent behind. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when, uh, Casey Clay and Noah Navarre were, you know, debuted mm-hmm. and everything like that against the pub crawlers. It was kind of, you know, it was like, it seemed kind of like a last minute thing. And yeah. it was, you know, very evident. It was their first match. It right. was, you know, nobody really knew what to think of them. I mean, we know who they are and everything like that. So yeah. we were just like, okay, what do we, what do we think of these guys? But man, the last two shows, these guys have just torn it up. Yeah, they have. And they're really, I mean, it's that, I think it's that baptism by fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trained. Yeah, they're, you know, they've worked 
with uh, their first match was, I believe, in front of a crowd. Then the second couple matches were without a crowd. Yeah. Um, so they've got kind of thrown in and a really random ass time in uh, not even just MPX history, but history in life in general yeah. in 2020. And they're adjusting well and you can see things clicking slowly, but they're clicking. Yeah. And they're getting there and you're seeing uh, bright spots. And I'm like, um, we'll talk about the match later, but the match with Ryan was, you know, just outstanding, I thought. And then um, as Dimitri pointed out uh, on two weeks ago, they have a really good entrance theme. They really and do. They really do. I mean, you although know, I still can't help but look at them and go, "Oh, look for the boys." <laughs> yeah, um, it's um, one of those things where you know that's if we look at how MPX has brought people in or brought them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Ryan and Tommy, and that was a great model. Not only because they were great acting, but yeah. They were friends. They saw that in training and it worked like they're like, hey, you know what? Instead of singles, because they tried putting them in singles before Tommy yeah. actually had a decent run before Ryan even started. Um, and, you know, he was in the I believe it was the hateful eight for the tight uh, for the prospect title or Attic, or yeah, prospect, they didn't have that extra time. That was prospect title. It was. um Yeah. In that match, I remember it was Randy Wayne was in it and mm. um, uh, Claudia was in it. It had a bunch of people on Tommy. It was my first time seeing Tommy, and Austin obviously immediately already liked Tommy. So he's like, yeah. oh, this guy's really good. Watch him. Um, so it was really good and interesting. And then, you know, we fast forward to he had a couple of matches with him and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And then you saw right then chemistry was there. They became a tag team, became best friends in that famous video in the bathroom. <laughs> um, it was so great uh, to have that. And it's the same with it's the same with Casey and Noah. They're they were friends because of training. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the chemistry Actually, already there. Actually, they were there. friends before training. True. But still, yeah. yeah. That just that brotherhood. You they, know, yeah. Comes they've more. been a tag team <laughs> since before they even started. Right. <laughs> so I mean, it's just natural fit to put them as a team, and mm-hmm. then to be in in the ring with Ryan and Tommy, you're gaining that experience. Yeah. And you've got no better two leaders in the ring. Uh, for as young as they are for Ryan and Tommy. And then also you've got the leadership of Kirby on the in and outside of it. Yeah. You've got the leadership of Kirby. You've got the example of Tommy, Ryan, Jackson, Jamie, Jamie. I was going to say Jamie probably helping, you know, lay out the match and everything. Oh yeah. Again, that's just something that I've said time and time again. I'll say it and I don't care if people believe me or not. Jamie is one of the smartest and best people in wrestling. You just shut up and listen. Oh yeah. And you're going to learn more than you ever thought you probably could. Yeah, it's like people see me argue with Jamie all the time, but you just got to realize that's in front of the camera. That's, that's, <laughs> you know, behind the camera, I, I was like, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> not that bad, <laughs> jackass. Uh, uh, you know, it's like it's less that it's more, you know, <laughs> ass kisser, not, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not a show for children. <laughs> but anyways, it's um, that's the thing is they're. Like you said, it is very similar to how Ryan and Tommy were mm. brought up. It's that, I mean, let's be honest. It's the way most, I mean, even Jackson was brought in as a tech team. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very, you get very few stars that come in singly. Uh, mm-hmm. Tatum uh, came in a little single, but then went straight to a group. And yeah. I mean, in all honesty, that's usually the best way to do it. It lets it lets newer talent or you know talent that may not be doing as well as they would like or you mm-hmm. would like or anything like that. It lets them kind of you know support each other, work yeah. off of each other. 
and, you know, basically build something together. Right. And then, yeah, eventually they'll be able to, you know, take that and go off and do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, we've seen at times Tommy and Ryan and Dave, when they were the mm-hmm. players, all split off and all be single and all be great and yeah. have huge success. All three of them are have been MPX champions yep. at least once. And um, you're seeing it with Tatum. You're seeing a more of a slow burn, but it's it's getting mm-hmm. really, really hot right now oh, yeah. uh, with Tatum. And it's amazing to see that growth. And I he, think that's, you know, one he thing. He barely lost any heat during COVID. No, yeah. that's um, And that's also a testament to just how good I think he is as soon as he comes back. Yeah. Even without, I mean, since we've been back, Manasseh Chua kind of has been not there. Um, you know, this mm-hmm. is the first time we saw Larry since, I believe, the shutdowns. Yeah. Um, we still haven't seen CJ. And it's been all Tatum. And Tatum's kept his momentum. He's kept his heat. He's kept the addicts that do hate him, hate him. He's kept the addicts, Lugo, that love him, love him. Yeah. Um, And that's a testament to how good he's been and his social media presence as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. No, he's he's getting really good at that. Obviously, he is talking to Dexter, taking notes from that. Yeah, as everybody should. And we'll talk about it later in the show with Dexter. But Mm -hmm. again, um, just there's... So for going back to Casey, no, because it kind of comes back around because, you know, we try to stay on stream, but we take many roads. Yeah. Um, you know, having people like having Jamie, have Tommy, mm-hmm. even having a guy like Dexter in the locker room. There's no way you cannot not succeed in the wrestling business as long as you just shut up and listen to these guys mm-hmm. that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I from the things we've heard, that's exactly what these young men are doing. They're. Oh, yeah a sponge soaking up everything they can that that first match of casey clay versus ryan remington uh it's like it really kind of shocked a couple of people because it's like we had uh zach morg with us Mm -hmm. uh at the show and he was hanging out with us and when i pointed out that casey clay was a rookie this was like his fourth match he just kind of gave me this look of you're kidding me Mm. you know it's like because Casey's just showing that much potential out of yeah. the gate. And, you know, that's, of course, also, you know, a testament to Ryan's ability to make anybody look good. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. It was, I, we had said when it was announced, match of the night, it's going to steal the show. And, and it was match of the night. It was. And it was also the very first match. And I think that's the only way. That's the only way you could have laid it out because everyone. I I felt bad for the second match because everybody was just already tired. Well, and that's the thing. Everyone in the back and whoever laid it out, which we probably have a good idea who laid it out, but everyone who, you know, was back there knew Mm -hmm. that's got to go first because, you know, it's going to set the tone. And then if you don't, if you do it later in the show, no one's going to remember anything about the main event or mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And it was like, honestly, with the, what the main event was and who all was in it, it really did need to be able to stand on its own. Yep. But the second, you know, like Ryan Remington winning that match with that, ah, he didn't use his sunglass kiss or nope. anything like that. He no, used, he just used this devastating he, lariat. He that used just, that oh, beautiful man. lariat that I've been saying. <laughs> it's nothing against the sunglass kiss DDT, but man. That Larry should be oh, his finisher. Man. It's like, yeah, no, it's like that. That puts JBLs to shame, in it, my opinion. His lariat is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really is. It's weird. It's a mix. When I watch him throw it, and ever since he started throwing it, it is a mix of Stan Hansen and JBL. Yeah, who are two of my favorite clotheslines, lariats, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, he's got that upswing kind of like Hanson where he goes low and then up uh-huh. and then he's just got the force to go down with it like JBL it's beautiful yeah no it looks like he's just you know powering through them it's, yep. oh. and it's I love 
I've always loved the clothesline from hell type finish. Um, you know, I thought because it's one of those where you can hit it out of nowhere, kind of, mm-hmm. especially like I said, with the way Ryan does it, because he does that upswing a little bit like Hanson used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like I've told him, I've told Jamie, I was like, man, I really think that should be his finisher. And hopefully maybe we're kind of transitioning to that a little bit, maybe. Maybe. Uh, because, again, it's something I think you can hit out of anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine, because, um, you know, Casey's athletic, having come off top rope and Ryan catch him in midair with one. Yeah. I mean, turn around, hit someone, I it's beautiful. Um, and every time he hits it, it looks and sounds great. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, you know, the only time I've seen someone hit it harder is maybe Moonshine. <laughs> which you know yeah moonshine's a tank himself yeah it's like uh, oh man ryan versus moonshine God, ryan that'd versus be brutal. Ryan. <laughs> um but yeah that's i love that lariat and then yeah to have that match be so close and casey have ryan on the ropes to just turn around and nail that mm-hmm. lariat out of nowhere and for the quick pin i thought was great Okay, sorry for that break. Uh, moving on to the second match, the Camachos versus the Pub Crawlers. I got to say, seeing the Camachos back was really good. Yep. Uh, they were like finally in a role that is more suitable to them. They are much better heels than they are faces. Yeah, they are. It was so great, and they they did really well. A lot mm-hmm. better than yeah when their first time around because it is a better it is a better fit for them. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, it's just natural. Yeah. And I don't mean that in like a bad way. Like they're good people, I'm sure. I haven't, oh, yeah, really, I haven't, really, I haven't really got to spoken to them yet. Um, but they haven't brought their scariest member in yet, <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're great guys. Or the annoying one. Yeah. So. Um, but no, they're you know very very good at what they do. Um, and as we always say, who better to die than zero? Yep. Um, and that match alone, the pub crawlers and the tag match was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know the stars were playing, and like I. You know, we won. Yeah. So, um, like I joked with Zero, I was like, dude, if we have to sacrifice you every time the Stars win, I'm sorry. I don't mind doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, and the thing is, I think he's hardcore enough a fan that uh, oh, yeah. he'll agree with that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but it was a good match. It was very good tag team wrestling. Uh, uh-huh. The pub crawlers, the more they're in there, it seems the more they get better as far as a team. Yeah. The, the chemistry was always there, uh, but now we're seeing them click with moves, with, uh, with signs, mm-hmm. with, you know... Just getting better as a team as a whole yeah. um, is very great to see. And, you know, Johnny is uh, part of something big uh, of that Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Hoping maybe not if Zero's in it, but if Zero's with him, at least. Yeah. Um, just Honestly. To get, just to get that Pub Crawler's name out there. Uh, the like Pub we Crawler's said, is an act that needs to go on the road. Yeah. We had said that, you know, when they first were just thrown together, we're like, oh, they should stay. And then they did, and we're like, oh, hey, they should go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's something I think, you know, personal things have kind of stopped that for Zero at times. And I think yeah. now Zero's in a place to where he wants it, and I think he should. He should be booked other places. I agree. Um, yeah. Whether it's him or just the Puck Crawlers, I think the Puck Crawlers is a great tag team that should be booked places. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we know uh, the Camacho Brothers, UFC, uh, they, Cartel, whatever, they are booked other places, and they yeah. are booked everywhere. Um, They're really good. Yes. Uh, this was a great tag team match. Um, that finisher. Uh, oh, geez, yeah. Whatever they call it, uh, that code, bla- code breaker slash gut buster slash uh, shatter machine Ooh. thing they did was beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, God, the pub crawlers, they sell so well. They Johnny do. too. I mean, we joke, say no one dies like zero. Johnny's pretty close there too. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, having them come in, uh, just everything they did from to get heat from the crowd, uh, yelling at the ref in Spanish. I yeah, the was fact great. that they, I don't think they used English once during the whole thing. It's like, I, don't I, think so. I, I hate that, you know, this is a unfortunate truism when it comes to wrestling fans, but a lot of wrestling fans will look at, uh, the, the, Foreign heels, <laughs> if you can hear my quotation marks there, uh, and he's like, you know, it's like that's the other, that's the heel, that's the bad guy. It's that's easy not, to hate um, them. That's not American. We speak American here. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Um, and it's one of those where, yes, it is a really, really shitty stereotype, but it's, it's true. <laughs> it's an unfortunate uh, truism. It's you know, think of when we had uh, Prince Mahalian, oh, who was a talented, talented man, and the, the dude's great guy too. Yeah. And nope, addicts were not going to have any of them. Oh no! And he played into that. He oh, knew yeah. exactly how to make people. He and like, that violin. I mean, and that's you know, an argument I've heard people have before is how you can't pull that old kind of foreigner heel type gimmick, the Iron Sheik, the Koloff, all that uh-huh. in today's age. Yeah, you can because it's wrestling. It's a story. It's make believe. But there are some people on that side of the coin that's like, dude, that's too real, too close. Yeah. That's, we can't do that now. I'm, I'm going to be honest though. It, it, when it comes down to it, the uh, when you think about it, it's like if the people um, using the gimmick and the stereotype mm-hmm. are actually the right people. Yeah, you know when you don't have an Italian playing a uh, <laughs> Muslim. Yeah, uh, <laughs> then. Um, you know, it's like it works better because it it's does. them taking control of that, and it works. It, it's it's yeah. that, and it's also, I mean, if the talent, you know, when you is, don't whitewash it, yeah, <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> that was edited. No one knows that <laughs> except for the two, three people that were there. Yeah. Um. But when you, you know, you have these talents, and if like a Prince Mahali, when he's okay with it and he leans into it, perfect. Yeah. Because I think in the end. He knows he's playing a character. Mm-hmm. He, he knows it's a gimmick. Yeah. Now, and then you have guys like you know Dmitry Alexandrov. They yeah. don't, you know, don't no. Yeah. He does not no. play into the <laughs> I am I am Russian, so therefore I am bad guy because Putin and communism, right? Blah 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 blah. You know things like that, right? And then you know, he plays against that. Yeah, but I think he could also play with it. Like say he turned heel and flipped and Putin yeah. forever, dude. That would be great. But you have people that are saying. Because of the way 2020 is and racial divide and everything, you can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, I very well think you can. Like, I okay, this is not- this is two white guys talking into a microphone. So uh, take our opinion <laughs> and I was, with the hugest grain of salt. Yeah, because what I was about to say really is, I feel especially now in 2020 with everything that's been given with Black Lives Matter and thing. Yeah, if you had a nation of a domination type group right now, mm-hmm. that's the hottest thing you could do. I think. And I think you could, um, and it would be the reverse of how it was in the nineties. Yeah. It, they would be the top faces. Um, you, yeah. and I think it would be great because even in the nation of domination, it's weird because when you actually go back and rewatch Farouk when he first started the uh-huh. nation, everything he was saying wasn't necessarily heel. He was speaking truth about, you know, how the black wrestlers are held down and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. Yet. Fans were booing, so they're like, "All right, fine, let's go heal." Yeah, and um, it's just crazy when you flashback. That's not even that long ago, 
But how different times have changed. Because now, if he was to do that, people would be behind him 100%. 100%. Yeah. This is why you guys have guys like, you know, when uh, New Day, when they started talking about that kind of thing, is like people were 100% behind them. That's why we got the, uh, you know, everybody behind Kofi. Yep. And, you know, everyone's getting behind Big E right now. And Big Mm -hmm. E is one of those who I've said for a while I thought should have been a singles guy and book. It's the same with the Samojo and how we talked about with monsters. If you book big E as a dominating monster mm-hmm. and not this comedy act, he's over. He's huge. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's really great at the comedy. Oh, act. he is. Big E is a hilarious guy. I mean, I remember watching old, old stuff uh-huh. on Instagram and stuff when Caitlin was still, or Celeste Bonin was still part of the company mm-hmm. and she, he would be all over her Instagram and he's hilarious. And at the time he was doing the heel. I need five count and everything like that. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, going back to MPX, yeah, <laughs> the Camachos, Camachos and, uh, pub crawlers, great match. I love the tag team work. And like we said, I love how, and I mean, even a joke on mainline about how, you know, the referee is not bilingual. That's an issue. And yeah. because yeah, the Camachos came out and didn't speak. I think I'm pretty sure you're right. It was Spanish the whole way. And that's great. Yeah. One, because I love it in the ideas of a tag team because mm-hmm. if, because no offense, Zero and Johnny, they don't know Spanish. So you could say stuff and they don't know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. There used to be, God, I can't remember who it was. It was a team in the seventies or eighties. They actually use sign language. And then they even oh, said, it, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, uh, tip of my tongue. Yeah. Uh, like at first I wanted to say it was the killer bees, but I don't think it was, yeah. but they use sign language because yeah, it was a way to, you know, say stuff and talk without the opponents knowing. And I think yeah. that's brilliant if teams do that as opposed to, you know, Dimitri and Kai who flat out just yelled tag team move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Oy. I also thought was great. Uh, you know, on MPX addicts page, uh, Tyler jet posted a memory of him and the berserkers, him and Dimitri. Mm-hmm. And I had just jokingly commented, Hey, we should have you versus Kai versus Dimitri versus West. The winners, Dimitri's forever partner. <laughs> Because I think that's, you know, Dimitri's one of those how we said last time, he's a tag team specialist, you know? And Mm -hmm. people look at that as a negative, and I don't. I think that's a great tool to have. Yes, Dimitri is amazing singles, but man, you put him in a team, there's just something about the chemistry he has. Uh, With it be Kai, or with Dimitri, or with uh, Schaefer, with Jet, with Wes, Mm -hmm. every one of them, and every one of them is a different team. Him Him and Wes are like vicious killers. Um, him and Kai have fun. Him and Tyler are fun yet vicious. And then him and Schaefer, even though it was short lived, they were a very dominant team. Yeah. They they oh, used the power crazy. that they had. But yeah, no, uh, the Camacho's winning that one with that just devastating finisher. And yeah. Man, I hope we get to see more of them because I think, honestly, uh, if uh, the titles happen to change hands sometime soon to a face team they would be a really great uh foil for them yeah they would be it would be amazing like i said hopefully they are back more uh we wanted them back uh we got them back mm. and we got them back the way we wanted yes um keep them this way have them come in and i would love to keep the whole yes it is playing very heel and very foreign have them never speak english if they cut a promo all in spanish all in spanish and just have you know the addicts be like, what, what? I mean, there are some addicts that know Spanish, you know, yeah. so it would be interesting. And I think to leave them, have them like that, I think would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Because it, it alienates them from the rest of the, uh, yep. the fans and everything like that. It exactly. Just allows that. Because in this day and age in wrestling, it's 
very hard to have a face on the heel because fans are going to cheer for what they like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Sky Smash. I mean, hell, I, like, I caught myself still, you know, applauding them with that that finisher and yep. that win and everything like that. I was like, no, no, I'm supposed to be the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Sky Smash. This guy's supposed to be the dominant heel of MPX, and yet people love him. Oh, yeah. It's um, really hard to hate him. <laughs> and it's the same with Tatum, but. I mean, and we'll talk about, actually, that is next, right? Yep. Okay, good. Uh, You know, with Tatum, and we'll get into his match a little bit, but with Tatum, he's still a heel. We're still supposed to be one, but people are loving him. And you're getting that, you can tell the turns coming. Uh Um, Who knows when, or even if it'll happen, maybe it's all a, you know, giant swerve and he doesn't turn. But I think uh, not having Tatum as your top baby face is a mistake right now. Yeah, especially since things seem to be, you know, ramping up where some of our top baby faces are not going to be our top baby faces. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I was like talking about Tatum. Uh, He took on Baby D again in a sort of revenge match as uh, director of operations, Matthew Fisher, decided he, you know, had decided last week he wanted to make um, Tatum Manning the face of MPS. And this week said that, uh, well, we're going to do it, but we want to do it. You know, we want to change up your image a bit. Which, can we go ahead and just talk about how tongue-in-cheek that really is and how awesome it is? Uh You know, we want Tatum the vase of MPX. Yeah, you do. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you do. Um, But no, having Tatum come out and not only... Is Matt Fisher getting his heat by having Tatum dress in the <laughs> jeans, having taken away the Menage a Trois entrance music, which uh-huh. is still the best entrance music in MPX, and everyone loves it. Uh-huh. And we'll get even to the, the main... people who hate it. It's like we're still finding ourselves exactly. To it. <laughs> um, I mean, come on, that's just great. And even Tatum calling, he's like, "Why don't you take my music away?" And he's like, "No, that's that's Menage a Trois. You're that's a group. You're not a group." You're not, you're not, people should welcome you to the party, not you welcome them to the party. Yeah. I just, I thought it was brilliant. And to have Tatum stepping into a singles role, which we've seen him be singles before. Yeah. Uh, But it's. I mean, he was the MPX Addicts champ for the longest time. Um, Literally. (laughs) It's a very different, um, it's a very different Tatum we're getting. And it's great. And Mm -hmm. no better foil than baby d who you know he has great chemistry and matches with yep and baby d's showing you know it's like a lot more viciousness in the past couple of weeks too i mean that got the uh matches she had with uh, nova phoenix the yep. match against brent where she's just like nope i want this fight we're gonna fight and brent's there you know saying i you know i don't want to fight you just get out of here and you know she's like no let's fight yeah and, you know, now taking on Tatum, she's just mean. I mean, yeah. it's funny, but it's <laughs> just, you know, still mean. Well, and it's also, you know, she's, I don't want to say she was saying retirement, but when you know the thing was to call her out, she's like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I'm enjoying my time off. And I think enjoying that time off, as she says, whether it be real or storyline or whatever, it's re it's reignited a flame. Like yeah. you can tell. And even uh, in her post on Facebook, Instagram, in her post uh, on the Addicts page, when she comes out, it's a different Baby D. Well, this she's, baby also, D is she's very... also got other reasons to be really happy as of late. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't get in that. And I wasn't even talking about happy. It's a... You can see a fire in her eyes. Uh-huh. She wants to be... Like, I think you can tell, and I mean no offense to Baby D at all when I say this, but you could tell her heart wasn't in it for the longest time. These past couple of, uh, she still loved the business, MPX. but it was felt more like right. the emotions. Yeah. It was, um, 
I think you can tell when some wrestlers, when they've, I don't want to say when they've burned out or done too long, but it's a work. It's a job. It's no longer fun. Yeah. And they're just despite, And yes, despite it being work and a job and very exhausting, it has to be fun. And mm-hmm. you can see a lot of wrestlers when it's fun for them. It's also puts on a great show for the fans and not that baby D was having bad matches or anything, but you could just tell there was something different. Yeah. Um, and then to see this baby D come out, uh, against, like you said, against Nova in that gauntlet for the gold against Tatum here. Uh, there's a, like I said, I think there's a reignited flame there and it's amazing to see because that's the baby D we all love and remember. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, it's like that pop-up power bomb, Al, Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he, he Tatum was smart this time, kept his shirt on. It still, you know, sounded pretty devastating with those chops. Yeah. But, you know, then and he uh, walks into a pop up power bomb. <laughs> and that's, you know, with Baby D having a possible broken, at least definitely pinky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, having that chop, again, one of the most devastating chops in wrestling. Yeah. Uh-huh. That pop up power bomb, unfortunately, you know, I think Fisher was a little distraction yeah, for Tatum. Just a bit. Just a bit. He, uh, wouldn't let him do the bowling elbow. Which. No, you can't. It's like you can't take away the music and the the menage a trois. Oops, Cat. can't take away you know the bowling elbow, the menage a trois music, the menage a trois gear. Like, yeah, just taking away everything, and it's you know. I mean, it's like it's not that menage a trois is Tatum's entire identity. No, but it's just it's really what we've come to associate with him. Well, and it's I, I it's like I had joked with you. If menage a trois splitting, I really do hope we get a triple threat of Larry versus CJ versus Tatum. The winner gets the menage a trois music. <laughs> yeah. You know, they get it in the divorce. Like Roman got everything from the shield in the divorce. He got the entrance. He got the music. He got the gear. That's what Tatum needs. Tatum yeah. needs to win that. Get the music. Get the gear. Get the entrance. Just win the divorce, Tatum. Win the divorce. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but going on from there is like we got to talk about this one because this one you you got your wish. Yes. The MPX Prospect Championship, Mr. Legs defending against Ashton Jacobs of House Sagan, and you got your wish. He is the voodoo doll is done. Thank you, Dave, or MPX writers. But yes, that was I was so glad when that happened, and it was a it was a great way to do it. I really thought it was a cool little way to do it. Um to have, you know, rip the head off the doll and just say come home uh-huh. to yell keep yelling come home and ash and throw up the fingers i thought it was great oh yeah i mean it's like honestly this is me you know armchair booking here but i think i had one problem with that and that's the fact that an event like that ashton should have won the match or at least looked really really strong in it in his loss it is i I do agree with that as well. That was one thing I thought. Um, I think that was saved, and it was okay for two reasons. One, it's legs, and we're obviously yeah. building to something there. And then two, it was Dave's treatment of Ashton after the match. I thought really made everything okay with that. Um, just because it was, you know, and you can easily explain that, you know, do I mean, of course they won't, but do a promo of Ashton be like, I was, it was in a fog, you know, I just come under out of the spell. I'm sorry, I went my hundred percent. Then have him go out and destroy Skip the next week and be like, see, that's what I can do for Hell Sagan. Yeah, something like that. Um, because everybody should destroy Skip. Yeah, you know, at least once. Exactly. Skip, Skip's wonderful for that. He's, oh yeah, he's terrific for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but no, having something like that, or even having Dave say, look, it's okay, everyone falls. But then you pick yourself up. Have Dave give some great cult-like leadership talk. Um, But, yeah, having him at the match treatment where he's, like, grabs him by the hair, pushed him, you know, I thought that made it okay. And then, like I said, it's also we know 
we know we're building legs for something. Yeah. Now, what that something is, we don't know, but you well, know it's going for something. They're they're actually playing up very well that Dave is uh, seems to be a bit um, concerned about Legs's uh, momentum here. Well, because you need the truck test, Randy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely Dave's. I mean, Dave held that prospect title more uh-huh. than anyone probably. Yeah, he knows what that can do. I yeah. mean, look at what he's got now. So. Definitely. Well, that was off the Rumble win. Never mind. He he yeah, fa- that, he that, failed. He failed his cash in, didn't but he? But he got the uh, Addicts Championship off the. Uh, That's the right. Prospect win. Dad, did he go twice with the Addict uh, the Prospect title? He's had it like four or five times. Oh, I mean, I know he's had. I mean, all the way. Oh yeah, like yeah, to cash in. Okay. Yeah, twice. I know. The first time like he, said, uh, he first time he cashed in on Scott McKenzie and Scott destroyed him, and the second time he uh, cashed in on Ryan after he got kicked out of the Impact Players and the first time. Yeah. No. <laughs> The first time it was, you know, kind of their choice. Second time was not. Yeah. Damn you, Isaac. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like yeah, legs winning with that triangle choke, which you know, it was. It was yeah, um, <laughs> tighten up a little bit, um, you know, and also it was. God, I mean, it's an appropriate finisher for him. It's also part of, I think, the person taking it. Like, Ashen's kind of on the stockier, shorter side. Yeah, I and mean, the triangle got... chokehold is supposed to go around the neck. You have to have a neck. Yeah, and legs is and... very long legs. So, yeah. Um, but again, not bad. Uh, better than the Hill's Gate. I never could stand the Hill's Gate. Uh, it's a horrible triangle choke. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's MMA talk. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, having legs, I love how... I mean, we always joke and say legs is great, but I love the different leg maneuvers. Mm-hmm. I love how now not only does he have the rocket kick or whatever he calls it to win, he also has, I think he's used a punt to win. Mm-hmm. He's using now leg chokes to win. I, I think it's brilliant. And to constantly keep having that evolution of it. Like I said before, he dived into this gimmick with legs first. Yeah. And it's this is just proof to Noah, Casey, all the other younger talent there. Take what you're given, run with it, and you've got something. Oh, definitely. definitely. Now, I was getting a little, I was getting a little scared when Dave grabbed the action figure. I was like, "Oh no, we're getting another voodoo doll." Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, luckily, he just broke the poor action figure. Man, uh, can we get more legs action figures? I think people would buy those. Uh, people would definitely buy those. I just don't know how expensive that would be to make, and then how much profit, how much profit you could actually make off of it. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to sell them for like as much as a shirt, at least, to be able to make any kind of profit. Yeah, but anyways. But yeah, so he now he's got two wins. He's got two more to go before uh, you know yep. he can cash in, and uh, we know the possibility of his uh, fourth uh, defense at Purple Rain too. Yep. Which we'll talk about that, I guess, more when we get into uh, Lightning. Bit, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see the MPX addicts match. Oh man. Okay. So this is one we're going to talk about and it's going to be, um, Scott, if you happen to be listening to this, uh, this is going to be good. This is going to be bad. This is going to be, well, I'm going to be very honest in my critique. This was, we always are. It's like, I have said that there is a place for cinematic matches that they obviously have been proven to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it starting to work with, um, you know, it's like Dave versus Kenny. Dave versus Kenny, empty arena match was brilliant. It was yeah. great. It was funny. It was action packed. Um, you know, and we've seen it in the bigger feds. Yeah. Uh, 
We've seen the Boneyard match uh, oh, man, at Mania good. was great. The, uh, the the psychological funniness and everything about the psychologicalness of the Fire Funhouse, whatever the Funhouse match, yeah, uh, with Cena and Wyatt mm. uh, was great. And that's not necessarily what I was looking for in this with Dexter and Malico, but I figured it would be more. And we kind of got it yeah. uh, with the whole "I'm Dexter." Does you think this is what you want? This mask will show you your nightmares. And like I said on Mainline, is winning the Attic Style Dexter's Nightmare? Well, they say be careful what you wish for. Um, but we got to see the uh, director's cut and yep. everything like that. And it was better than what we saw in the show. It is. And I don't know if part of that is being in an arena where you're used to live action and watching a screen. Yeah. Or if it literally was just better, um, which is crazy to say something well, longer is better. Yeah. Um, but like a couple of my only critiques were Malico, despite what I think of clowns is amazing at promos and on the mic Mm -hmm. or even even in the ring with his mannerisms and his talking, uh, we need to turn the creepy sound down just to, so we could hear Malico because Malico's should always be heard. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was kind of funny, and I know someone will hate it. I thought the video game aspect was funny. Yes. I just, maybe, yeah, show what they're playing to get that, you know, kind of like if they're playing Mortal Kombat, have them, you know, sit there and show them playing and getting mad, but then kind of flash to the TV a little bit to be like, guys, what are y'all doing? Ooh, actually would have been better. And They're not playing anything. Well, that, and it's all in their head, or... Uh, they've created themselves in WWE, so you have Malico versus Dexter in yeah. the WWE ring, uh, and I think that'd be great. And just you know, but again, I'm horrible at custom creations. Like I always have to download them. Oh yeah, no. I, and I, unfortunately, back in the day, I used to have to actually get go on to GameFAQs and get the uh, creator yep. wrestler lists and everything like. I that. I used to do that, and now it's just so easy. People already upload them. Uh, I just wish someone in DFW area did it. I Langley has a really good West on there. Yeah. Um, uh, so hey, that was great. X Creations. He, you know, he... Yeah, but that's Xbox, man. Uh, need... true, true, get a true. get a, get a PlayStation Hunter. You're not li- <laughs> you're not listening. <laughs> um, but no, Dexter and Malico uh, for things they did was like I said, it was hit and miss. Yeah. Um, the sound worked in places, but again, when Malico's going to say something, turn the sound down. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked that we got a very loud "fu clown." Oh. Um, yeah. I was surprised Ooh. that wasn't censored or maybe it slipped by and no one caught it but me because I also say fuck the clowns. But um, <laughs> it was it was great. It was that realism. Uh, and that was the thing. We got a lot of it felt real at times. Uh-huh. Um, there were some camera issues. I mean, and it's you can't help it because you're shooting with daylight or sun or whatever. Yeah. So there was a glare at times with... Um, I think it was the giant mallet. There was a giant glare. Yes. And you could it, barely uh, see what was on. I was like, I was actually really interested because I thought the design on the, the, the design yeah. of the mallet itself was Malico's, I mean, and we've said it time and time again, Malico is one of the most creative people in the business mm-hmm. as far as gimmick, as far as merchandise, as far yeah. as content. Just these, and that's what I think I was looking forward to the most about this match. And I'm afraid. I built it up too much in my head for it to deliver. Yeah, I um, think we were expecting, you know, big fed quality. And, not even that. Know. It's Dexter and Malico. You have two of the best media content people there is. True. Um, and I think part of that was I kept building it that. I kept building. But then again, if you have a great person and a great person, sometimes 
they don't work together. Yeah. For some reason. Um, not and, to say that this didn't work. I just, there are hits and misses. And to me, the hit and misses a lot came with the filming, the editing, the sound, stuff like that, which honestly is like, if I had, it's like my biggest nitpick and it's just that it's just a nitpick. Mm-hmm. Is there no one up there who has a ring they could have used? Like just at least for small segments yeah. of it or something. I don't know. I'm sure they know someone in Oklahoma with a ring, yeah, but like, cause I'm just like, I, I guess I was expecting, you know, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because we know Fitz and, you know, Fitz has a ring in his backyard and everything like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, I expect wrestlers to have rings in their backyard somewhere. Not, not everyone is Barrett Brown with their own training center in their backyard. Come yeah. On. <laughs> So it's like, I guess I was expecting that in my head. And like I said, it's just an nitpick. That's nothing else. One of my only other things was when, say, so they're in the Mad World. Dexter wins the title. I wish we would have had a cut to him, like, in his own bed, taking the mask off and the title just laying there. So it really, what, was this all a dream? Is this a nightmare? What's going on with that? Because yeah. I really do think, and I may be overthinking this so much, and that's, you know, really bad, but... If you're going to sit there and say this match shows your nightmares, that means something. Yeah. And for Dexter to win the belt in that aspect, to me, that's like that's why I was like, is this real? Did he win the title? Which obviously he did because we have a match next week. Yeah. Um. So that's the thing is kind of like that had to mean something. Why say that if it's not going to mean something? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if there's anything I really wish for from any promotion, it's continuity. Yeah. Um. And again, this is. Obviously, maybe it does mean something. Maybe it will come back. Yeah, I just feel maybe. the mask never being revealed to be taken off. That was kind of a flaw, I think, because we yeah. should have had some resolution to that. Yeah. And it's like, it was overall, it was a good good indie production. Yes. You know, yeah, for two guys. We've seen worse. For two guys. So much worse. What? Maybe a $10 budget, if that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything. Hey, and we got to see Tony. <laughs> yeah. Every, I mean, everything was their own. It was filmed in, you know, Malico's area his house probably where wherever oklahoma beach that was they filmed that Um, i don't know you know the red river yeah so just you know two wrestlers a ref and a camera hey it was good yeah no so it's like it was really good work and uh it's like hope we get to see more you know of this type and i hope it gets better from here yep Um, because it's like it and not saying it can't get worse because it can get worse, but it's like, honestly, I only see this getting better the more it's practiced. Yeah. And again, you know, like I said, two media great content people like mm-hmm. that. Um, and like I said, uh, and it, it wasn't, like I said, I don't think it was on them. I think a lot of it was things they couldn't help. Yeah. Uh, the glare, obviously, you can't help that. Uh, There's only so much you can do. Sound editing. I would assume Dexter Malico didn't have a hand in that. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but. Again, it's um for what it was, for what it accomplished, it was all right. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, yes, the crowd was kind of dead during it. But like you said, it's I think it's the matter of, you know, it it's definitely going to do better on the network. Yeah, that's um, Addicts, if you are listening and you were there live and you saw it. Um, watch it on the network. Watch the director, whatever it's called. I the director's cut. Yeah, I can never say that right. And I've tried because ever since he's put out, I was like, I know I'm going to talk about it. I have to get this right and I can't. Um, watch that on the network. It's released, uh, well, probably when this is released on Friday. Yeah. Uh, the day before MPX. Um, and give it a chance. It is, it's a little long. 
Yeah. Um, but it's not any longer than if you were to watch, you know, I mean, a half hour comedy show. Yeah. And honestly, it's like if you think about it, it also came after a really, you know, intense match between Legs and Jacobs. So therefore, right. you know, it's like people were already starting to come down. Yep. And, and I think it actually if you know, maybe if they had put uh, Legs and Jacobs before the main event and then put the match we're going to talk about next before the uh, the Addicts Championship match, it might have fared better. Maybe. I don't know, because the next match I thought was really good. I oh, yeah. really enjoyed no, it. Real, there weren't bad matches <laughs> at all this <laughs> Um I think the laying out is good. I think it was, again, it goes to fans sitting. Like, okay, if this is shown... Any, if this is shown like in a movie theater, uh-huh. it, it's fine because you're there to watch movies. It's just yeah. it's it's a mind fuck. Yeah, you're there to watch live wrestling and you're watching a video. Um, it's just it's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, even at times with Kenny and Dave, as good as that thing is, there are times where you're like, oh my gosh, it's still going on. Yeah, but it was it was really good. Yeah, and anything that you're going to show on in a live venue on a screen rather than on a uh, anything that's longer than a normal promo. five minute vignette yeah. yeah or a five minute promo it's it's going to be hard to get behind um and it's not to say that it can be done i mean we've seen it be done yeah but let's be honest uh wrestlemania if there was fans if there was a crowd yeah and they did one of those cinematic matches much less two right which they wouldn't have because they know what we were talking about yeah to have fans sit there and watch something on a screen i mean you can hear go back to uh, SummerSlam 96, 97, the Boiler Room Brawl. Oh, yeah. Uh, where a lot of that is filmed, and they're just showing it. Mm. And you can hear the crowd kind of boo or talk or whatever. Then they come out to the ring. That's when re- that's when fans got into or it. Or, God, the uh, uh, the match, the Haunted House match between uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Good House Lord. of Horrors match. Yeah, whatever it was. So many people talk about that, and I love that match. <laughs> I liked it. It was... Um, but that's also because I'm a huge Randy Orton fan, and I loved Bray Wyatt at that time. Yeah, I still love Bray Wyatt. I'm yeah, not saying I don't. Bray Wyatt is, I mean, Malico's are Bray Wyatt as far as not necessarily the gimmicks are tied together, one day, but one day Bray Wyatt God, versus Magnificent Malico, it's going to be a fantastic match. Goddamn, Malico's so great at his character and owning it and mm-hmm. knowing what to say and what to do and. I hate clowns, but I love that clown, uh-huh. and it sucks. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I hate liking things that terrify me. <laughs> no, I definitely know how that is. But yeah, talking about that uh, that next match, uh, we got uh, Sky Delacromosa versus Tommy Dean, or Dean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, having you know, again, someone we want back, and we mm-hmm. got Tommy Dean back, and. Yeah. He gets better and better. Um, and like I said, it was the last time we talked about him, which I don't. Minor critique here. Don't wear the Power Ranger shorts. Because you see what happens when you do that. People immediately associate that and then start commenting Power Ranger at you. Yeah, they're not they're not chanting and they're or not, jeering at you. They're chanting or jeering at right. the Power Rangers. And, I mean, unless you're going into a full-on Power Ranger gimmick. Yeah, I mean, look at Sebastian Envy. He's Black Goku and everything like that. And he leaned into it with the whole Dragon Ball Z. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense then. Which I've always thought. And, again... We're not political, but I always thought that was so racist. But I mean, anyways, um, you know, having this match, I thought was really good because again, yes, people can say I'm biased, whatever. Having Sky take a newer person 
Um, there's no better person to really help a new person in MPX. Mm-hmm. Um, Sky is one of those that is such an underrated worker and people don't even know it. Um, if people would just go go to IWTV and watch uh, some old ACW and you get a good idea of who Sky is. Go to the old MPX network and watch some old Sky and you can tell oh, yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just in the ring. His mind, when you actually talk to him about wrestling, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. Um, but again, Sky and Tommy Dean, because that's going to confuse me. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Dean and Sky, great match. Uh, served its purpose. Uh, there are times um, where, and it's it goes back to Wes and Thrash, which Wes and Thrash was a great match. Yeah. Uh, and then talking with some people, um, not not in MPX, so people don't immediately say this. Uh, talking to people outside of MPX that are in the business, they're like, I would, they're like, what did you think? I was like, oh, I thought it was a good match. I liked it. And they're like, no, Wes gave too much. And I understand where they're coming with that. Yeah. Because Wes is supposed to be the top guy or top babyface technically in MPX. Yeah. And you've that. got some new guy, and it shouldn't take that long to be when you're that good. Yeah. And um, at the same time, I was looking at that. I was thinking, it's like if you're going to have Wes lose to someone like this, or you know, Wes give all this much to someone like this, have them win and bring them in as the new, you know, power. Right. Um. So I do get that aspect of it, but as a fan, it was fun, and it's the yeah. same with this. I can get some people saying Sky gave too much to Tommy Dean, and I can see that, but. It was still a good match, and yeah. it still served its purpose both ways. It served its purpose for you know, to showcase Tommy Dean, you know, which they didn't want to bury Tommy, right? Because that's the thing. Hopefully, we get Tommy Dean back more, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then it also served its purpose for when Sky won. We saw what was happening, yeah, and where they're going with Sky, because <laughs> you know, again, yeah. <laughs> um, more Isaac promos, please. Yes, God, definitely more Isaac promos. God. Damn, that man is good. <laughs> we, we, we miss him. We understand and respect his choice not to be in the arena and yeah. everything like that. But, but yeah, if we can't have him in the arena talking to us directly, more promos, please. It's so great. I love I love Daddy Isaac. It's so mm-hmm. brilliant. I think that's probably, it's like, if he can't be with Hardakis, this is the best possible place for him to be. Oh, it is. Um, and, you know, it's, we've talked about it before, but how different Isaac and Jamie is. Uh-huh. Yet they're both so good, and they are like one A and one B, uh, mm-hmm. as far as like the best managers in wrestling today, in my opinion, in the DFW area. And this is Sorry, not discounting the likes of uh, of Nasty. Code no, it really is others that we you know commonly come in contact. I mean, with. you you still have Nigel managing some people here and there at certain areas. The Roman um, Empire is strong at SWE. So again, I don't want to talk about SWE. Um, but no, having having one A and one B like that, and have them polar opposites i mean plus think of how good their mic work was when they had the players versus crypt feud um and i think that's when isaac really kind of broke out because isaac was just there a little bit he talked a little for hardakis not a lot it wasn't until the crypt started doing that run where they destroyed the impact players and the fact that that we hear how great isaac is yeah it's like in the it's like i love the fact that he's still being fairly anachronistic in how he talks but he's gone from you know almost i want to say like priestly to Mm -hmm. you know it's like you know my boy yeah my special boy exactly it's it's just yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> it is, and it's so brilliant. And again, like I said, we need more Isaac promos. Definitely. Uh, even you know, I mean, he filmed a couple before, and when we saw him, it's Isaac's one of the few 
I mean, despite Melanie, who never shuts up anyways. But when he's on the screen, people shut up and listen. Uh-huh. And it's amazing to have that type of command because people should, in all honesty, addicts and fans should be doing what Melanie's doing. They should boo him and yeah. jeer him and stuff like that. But Isaac, you want to hear what he says. It's yeah. kind of like when Jake the Snake Roberts used to cut promos. People hated him, but you wanted to hear what he said. That's why I love listening to his promos now. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. So it's like the announcement uh, that uh, Sky De Lacrimosa at Purple Rain will be having a prospect championship match against whoever the prospect champion is. Yep. And it's going to be a Red Rain match. Yes. And honestly, it's like if we're being, you know, the analysts that we are, we're fully expecting it's going to be Sky versus Legs. And that's going to be a great match. I would assume it's Sky versus Legs unless some, unless the person Legs is fighting this Sunday, which we don't know yet. Saturday, Saturday whatever. You know. Uh, the we're legs. not at that level of pay-per-view <laughs> status yet. Uh, whoever Legs is fighting this Saturday, which we don't know, um, unless it's a... I don't know, a deathmatch hardcore type legend. Uh-huh. Uh, like, honestly, if it's if it's Silver versus Legs, okay, maybe Silver gets the win. Yeah. Um, but I would say anybody else, Legs is winning. Yeah. Um, and then you have to have that. Again, we talked about it when Ryan and Sky fought. Uh-huh. We weren't sure how Ryan would deal with a hardcore match, and he excelled, and that's partly because sky's in it and i Um, I was like given how new legs still is i mean that's that's something that's easy to forget with him yeah because we've had you know 2020 has been the longest year ever yeah uh you know it's it's easy to forget that he just recently just like within the last year debuted yeah and has not been able to have as many matches as he should nope because you know we've had to shut down a couple of times say it is say it is legs Mm -hmm. well that ties back to months ago when sky destroyed lenny or randy well randy yeah yeah so um it goes back to that and just you know how i love when we bring back feuds and storylines just like oh, the yeah. gauntlet for the gold how it was laid out perfectly just bookending it is perfect um, i mean whether whether sky wins or loses a purple rain it's just like it's it'll be a good conclusion to their right feud. so their little feud and again like i said to have a hardcore match and have sky lead legs into it if it is legs it's mm. gonna be brilliant but i do I'm not going to lie. I want to see Randy get stabbed with the light tube. I want it to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I understand that. But at the same time, I, you know, I think it'd be really, really funny to have, you know, uh, like Dave overcome Wes a second time and everything like that. And then, you know, just out of nowhere, Mr. Legs comes out and becomes the quickest winning MPX champion of all time. Oh, man. That, <laughs> like, the addicts like, would blow the roof off that place it would yeah no it would explode there would be no more building left <laughs> it would yeah which because you'd have those you'd have the dave supporters being like what no this is bs which and then you'd have probably, the leg supporters which being i was like, gonna say which as much as i love legs that probably would be me yeah just because i'm also i don't want to say i'm purist or whatever the term people are going to say but man giving someone a title run that early no (laughs) it's happened before it has and i sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i think i think you need to build things i think just because people know know it so well big fed roman need a slower roman needed a slower burn yeah um maybe not as slow as his match with randy orton but yeah it was you know one of those things where they pushed him too fast and of course people 
regurgitated it because you're shoving them down our throats and it was also just, it was also just bad timing it was. was also when daniel bryan was you know right hot well you, yeah so um and then you see now turning him heel giving him you know paul Heyman. oh yeah it's brilliant and it works and that's the way maybe roman should have always been yeah. at first heel and then turn him to a face there yeah. but anyways uh sky in that raid raid match it's gonna be great it's going to be hopefully bloody yeah um because again red rain is mpx's little hardcore death match and uh-huh. i i look forward to it every year <laughs> so yeah. i can't wait looking forward to that but moving on from there we got tommy becker versus stephen kirby which you know like i said Ooh. on mainline you know I, was like, I find it interesting that three years ago you know Kirby was the the person that you know everybody in the Impact players looked up to. He was their you know dad. Yeah, I mean Ryan still calls him dad and everything like that. And now it's like they're you know, it's the whole you know overcoming the father kind of thing. It it's stepping out from that shadow. Uh-huh. Um, it's distancing yourself. Um, and I mean, Kirby casts a longer shadow than people are, you know, some people might yeah. realize. Um, the storyline is great where <laughs> I think they're going with, because um, we've seen things in here with Jackson and larger in life. And we've seen things with the rookies and Kirby. Yeah. You can kind of see what they're building as far as Kirby's old trainees versus his new trainees. Yeah. I do enjoy it. I think it's brilliant. Um, in this match, uh, I thought it was great how they started because they started without a bell, really. Yeah. And Jamie Ooh. teaching the ref, like, hey, no, no, look, come here. Let me talk to you. And uh, considering it was the new kid, you know. I loved it. Thought it was great. Um, Man, God, Kirby, I love you, but why are we destroying ourselves five, two minutes into the match? He took that bump on the outside, uh, and it yeah. was right in front of us. Uh-huh. And you know, one... The bre- like, I was about to jump like jump up to the rail. I was like, you okay, boss? One, <laughs> you know his breath is gone because you heard it exhale out of him. Uh-huh. And then two, you know he's in, his back's in pain. And I hate to be that person. And I was thinking about it all Saturday and even before we talked to Eric because, you know, replaying Saturday, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. I get when you have a big show, when indie wrestling's hard, because when you have small crowds or big crowds, you always want to give 110% as a yeah. wrestler, but you've got to know your limits and learn when to do this and when not to do this. And, and, and I'm not, I am no one to tell Kirby how to wrestle at all. Yeah. But as a we fan, just worry. we just worry. That's, that's all right. As a fan, I worry about their health and you've got purple rain coming up. Why not save that bigger bump for purple rain as opposed to thunder? Um, and again, that's just, Again, I know nothing of the wrestling business, and I know nothing of that mindset because you have wrestlers that will, uh, not to, not to drop names, but Sean Spears, uh, Sean Spears worked a show in Corpus Christi and was god awful. Yeah. Uh, and from other indie shows I've seen, if it's not TV, he does not give a damn. Yeah. And you have some wrestlers goes to the most. You have some wrestlers with that mindset, but then you have some wrestlers like. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, who it doesn't matter if there's 10 people or 10,000 people. He's given 110%. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those where, hey, kudos to them. That's why we love them. Uh-huh. But it's also maybe let's not destroy our body for and, 25, 30 people yeah. on a show when we've got a bigger show coming up. I just it's, and again, it is. It's more we worry because we we know Kirby. We love Kirby. Kirby's 
got knee issues. He's got shoulder issues. He's got back issues. He's a he's a vet wrestler. Yeah, he's going to have these issues, and he took that bump. And it's a I don't want to say it's a simple bump, but it's a bat, pretty much a flat backdrop to the concrete. Yeah, uh, and again, we saw being right in front of us. We saw him get the air knocked out of him, obviously, but then we also saw him kind of when he got up his back, and yeah. it's just man take care of yourself because we want to see you more. We want and to see you around. This this really ties into something I talk about a lot in which, you know, it's like people really need to make sure that they, you know, show love and appreciation. Yes, cheer the face, boo the heel or cheer your favorites and boo your least favorites and everything like that. But show appreciation for all the wrestlers in the ring because honestly, yes. they are literally putting their bodies on the line mm-hmm. for your entertainment. You may have paid your ticket, but they're paying a whole lot more so that you can see it. Yeah. And again, like I'll reiterate because people will take it the wrong way. I'm not telling Kirby what to do. I'm not telling him how still to be wrestle. Taking it the wrong way. Oh, I know. Uh, that's fine. People take what I say wrong all the time. Um, but yeah, it is. It's just a guys, you know, be, you know, not be careful, obviously, because it's wrestling. And it's not ballet. People, um, take it the wrong, people take what you say the wrong way, even when you're right. Exactly. It's actually, especially when you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I say company's dead. It is dead. <laughs> but anyways, going back to this match, Kirby and Tommy are great. Uh, they've had great chemistry for oh, yeah. God knows how long. Jamie and Kirby have had great chemistry for who knows how long. Jamie's involvement in that match was just, honestly, it was like picture perfect because it, it showed that, you know, Kirby knows Jamie and what he's trying to do and everything yep. like that. And it really worked in Kirby's favor this time. Yes. Um, you know, as I jokingly said on mainline, it's, you know, Kirby cheated. He hit Tommy with the belt. In a way, he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy brought the belt in, almost hit Jamie. Jamie grabbed it. Kirby hits Tommy from behind. Head Tommy goes the goes belt. For, yeah. <laughs> Jamie goes to the floor, which, Jamie, I hope you're okay. Because as my friend pointed out, why Jamie actually was slow to get up, his foot got caught in the apron. Oh, geez. I missed so, that. So, yeah, I did too. Yeah, Jamie, we hope you're okay. That's when my friend told me, I was, he, you know, after the show, he was like, hey, I, did you message Jamie? Is he okay? I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, his foot got caught. That's why he had trouble getting up at first. And that's why he limped off. Apparently, his ankle got caught in the apron. And then when he came ow. down, so. Ow, ow, um, ow. I mean, Jamie's, Speaking of people who need to not do that. <laughs> um, you know, Jamie, you know, he walked up like, yeah, he limped, but it seemed okay. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he's okay. Jamie, again, like I've said before, Jamie's tougher than a lot of people think. Yeah. Um, but no, having Kirby hit him do that roll up, it was a brilliant way to end that match because, mm. yeah, uh, it didn't look like it was going to go Kirby's and- way. Between the first match, this match, and the next match, and what's happening next week, I have some really high hopes for Purple Rain when it comes to this storyline. Yeah, uh, because we saw vignettes of Kirby talking to his his new boys, uh-huh. and then he came across one of his old boys. Yep. And Jackson, well, first we saw Jackson tell the kids, listen to Kirby, uh-huh. and then Kirby tries to help Jackson, and Jackson says, hey, yo, I'm world travel, I don't need you. Yeah. And immediately... I knew, okay, I didn't know where they were going. I think I know what they're doing. Yeah. And I was excited. Uh, one, because, look, Jackson's great, and it's going to be, I want to know where Jackson goes as a heel. Because to me, it's very hard to do everything he does on social media with uh-huh. mental health and how Jackson being Jackson being a good person to how he is as a heel 
while still doing everybody loves every, uh-huh. you know um it's going to be interesting if there is one talent that can pull it off i think is jackson and it's also as long as they don't do the simon dean thing yeah um but it's also um i think that's where a lot of people are going to say oh well it's a wrestling character versus real life and that is very true but in today's wrestling era your social media presence usually is your character and it has to be that yeah. way um, Look at MJF. Yeah. That M- man doesn't drop character. No. MJF is a prick in and out, and it's brilliant. Uh-huh. Uh, can you just imagine? I mean, and that's the thing. From everything I've heard, yeah, he's kind of like that. So yeah. um, it would be great to see uh, how Jackson does. Um, and again, like I said, is it wrong or right to say he, you know, social media presence is how the wrestler character should be? No. But sadly, in this day and era in wrestling, that is what it is. Yeah. Um. But it'll be interesting to see if he does go full on heel act and how he adapts to it. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, even when he was a heel, it was very different and he didn't seem comfortable in it. Yeah. He seemed more comfortable as this energetic, happy go look as himself. Yeah. Which will make it interesting. As like, uh, like if I that's, don't know, he's like not necessarily an angry heel, but just kind of. I from where we can. At least from what I can tell, where they're where I think they're going. Which again, we don't work for MPX. We don't write for MPX. We These have no idea what's going to just happen. Just my thoughts. Um, I think it's going to be that frustrated because we've played it several times. Jackson is the greatest trainer trainee of MPX Wrestling Academy. Uh-huh. He's never won the MPX title. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I think it's that frustration building up to finally and it's like it he, blows. He you know he lost the prospect title to a rookie. Yep. Brand new guy. Yep. It's it's going to get to that. It finally gets frustrating and blows up, and he's going to start doing what he wants, not what the addicts want, not yeah. what Kirby wants, not what you know management wants. It's going to be what Jackson Stone wants, and I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. Uh, but no, this four-way, or yeah, this four-way to determine who fights. Jackson Stone, Loverboy Larry, yep. Noah Navarre, and Wesley Crane. No Sky. Yeah, no. Good thing we, uh, you know, have matches in front of us that you read. <laughs> we did last week, too, and that still happened. Um, but having this match and the winner goes to fight Dave. Dave's out on commentary. Mm-hmm. It obviously is built for Wes, but there is part of you that's like, oh, it could be Jackson because yeah. Jackson and Dave have had issues. Uh, yeah. Dave, bust, like, Dave busted Jackson open. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I was, you know, I was expecting that... Uh, you know, it's like when you looked at it, Loverboy Larry and Noah Navarre were there to possibly eat the pen. Right. And it's also the last time we said that about Larry, he won the MPX title. Yeah, he, won the, he won the title. So, you know, we weren't going to like put anything as uh And it gave us one of the conclusion. greatest things in MPX history. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, having this match and it was laid out, I thought, brilliant. Uh, poor, uh, poor Navarro's chess. Poor yeah, Noah. Oh, jeez. Um, I call that the welcome to wrestling chest. Yeah, uh, there's, you know, I always say Baby D has some of the best chops in and out of the business, and I agree, uh, male or female. Jackson's up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, the See sound. those hands. Oh, I told you. They're massive. Yeah. Um, but no, the See, slaps. You keep calling him massive and then getting on me. Jeez. Well, that's because you were going somewhere else with it. I was not. <laughs> If you I was going to make a Bigfoot joke. If you but, don't you know. know what we're talking about, watch Mainline, and you'll see Jay's mind go somewhere, and then me try to stop it. 
Um, Your mind is the one that went there. I was talking about him being Bigfoot. Um, but having Jackson uh, just light, and not only just Jackson, Wes got in there too. And oh, yeah. Both of them lit Noah up. And so I, welcome to wrestling, kid. I think Larry was smart to be like, you know what? I'm, y'all do that. <laughs> y'all have fun. Um, have, seeing Larry back was great. He looked in great shape, I thought. He really did. Um, it was impressive. He came out to his old music. And to have two Menage uh, guys in MPX and not hear Welcome to the Party, yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> Although I am kind of looking forward to CJ coming back with his original music because I want to add that to the playlist. <laughs> I don't even remember what his music was. I don't, it's, <laughs> it's like I know it starts with uh, the na-na-na thing and then goes into a completely different song, and I don't know what that song uh, is. Yeah, but um, again, like I said, Triple Threat, winner yeah. gets the Menage Trois stuff and music. You know, go ahead and book it. I don't care. But yeah. um, having this match, I thought was great. We, like we said, we thought it was built to give Wes the title. And eventually it did get him the match. Yeah. Wes won. Uh, there was a lot of close calls. Yeah. Um, having Wes and Dave constantly bicker throughout the match was brilliant. Mm-hmm. There was at one point uh, before Wes did a dive to Jackson and I believe Larry. I thought he was going to uh, suicide dive through the ropes on the announcer side at Dave. Oh, jeez! And I was sitting there. I was like, oh, that's going to be great. But also if Tyler, was... Cody, monitors. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I was like, if the <laughs> monitors weren't there, I'm pretty sure that might have been a possibility. Um, <laughs> that Because he looked like he was going to. And at the very last second, he turned around and hit uh, Jackson and uh, Larry over the ropes. Uh-huh. Um, Noah looked good. Uh, Noah looked as good as he could for a four-way. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to... I mean, it did make up for some of the other things. He really does need to get his confidence up. You know, yeah. It's like, I, and I, that's only going to come from multiple matches. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's like with Casey, it looks like he just kind of forgets that it's, you know, he's in front of people, loses his mind and goes for it. Noah. That or it's the opposite. Casey feeds off that. He uh, feeds off being in front it, of the crowd. It could be that. But Noah looks like he's like, you know, just it, don't worry about failing. Don't worry about screwing up. Everybody knows you're a rookie. Everybody's expecting a mess up here and there. Don't worry about that. Don't think about that. Just go. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you can take a failure like falling and turn into a great heel act. Yeah. It's like, look at some of the greats from the past. You know, there are 10, 20 year veterans who will screw up so bad that you're just like, why? Rewatch. And I know people hate me. Throwing it under the bus, but go watch that Randy Wayne Dexter tag match. Yep, those are or you know those are two vets and two younger talents at the time, rookies in their careers, mm-hmm. and Dexter was the only bright spot trying to hold that match up together. Yeah, um, and you can learn you can learn from that. You can learn from good things. Also, learn from bad things. Yeah, um, I mean it's like heck, uh, Evan Bourne. Yeah, you know, over or no, sorry, Matt Seidel. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, don't use the uh, WWE slave name. <laughs> But, you know, it's like he comes in, does one of his signature moves, and it doesn't work. It happens. Yeah. So don't think about that. Just go. And then, Get in the moment. Forget where, you know, forget that wrestling is fake, I guess you could say. Yeah. Just go out there. And just um, go out and do it, man, because, you know, you, you're good. It's the same as if you if you play any sports. The first thing you're usually taught, like football, first thing we're taught is ignore the, ignore the crowd. Ignore the fans. Ignore your parents screaming for you. Don't look back at them. 
focus on the field. Listen to your quarterback. Listen this is to what the I calls. love about the sports I was in. I was in track and I was in swimming and everything <laughs> like that. People, you know, just don't exist. Yeah. Because you're just what's in front of you. Exactly. Uh, whenever I was on football, all I heard was the whistle and my teammates. Did yeah. not hear a crowd at all because mm-hmm. um, my my mom would always get mad. We were calling. Why don't you turn back? I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not necessarily in a zone, but it is a you tune it out. Yeah. And it's crazy because as much as the wrestlers listen to the crowd mm-hmm. to go where they're going, a lot of times you can talk to them. And you're like, oh, I didn't hear that. Like they'll hear the general reaction. They know if it's loud. Yeah. And essentially if it's loud, they know they're doing something good. If it's quiet, they know they need to do something. But they, for the most part, some do, for the most part, they don't hear specific things. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's like uh, going from an actor's point of view, play to the crowd, but don't play to the crowd. Yeah. The crowd does like the crowd matters insofar as you want that reaction, whether it's good or bad. You want people to, you know, say something, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, don't concern yourself with whether they like you or not. Right. Don't, and again, it was like, cause there's, there are people who are going to like you. There are people yeah. who are not going to like you. There are people who are going to, you know, threaten to kill a manager because he keeps calling the referee a ginger. Uh, the, you know, things like that are going to happen. And, you know, it's like, you really can't concern yourself with that. Otherwise you'll get caught up in it. Which I needed to start yelling ginger more. I realized, <laughs> um, but, and that's the thing. Look, we're, we're two fans, obviously. Yeah. Listen to Kirby more. Listen to yeah, the vets listen, more. Listen to them. Don't uh, li- they like- know what they're talking about? They're actually in the business. We're just giving a fan's perspective because yeah. these are things uh, that I would tell anyone that is trying and, trying and to be a wrestling. That anybody pays any kind of attention to what we say and gives yeah. any kind of credence to it, but still, we're, I mean, we're I'm, fans. I'm we're- shocked we're allowed to do this. <laughs> yeah. There are some. I mean, I hounded to do this forever and i was always told no and then finally got the shot um and it's you know it's great because i think i think wrestlers sometimes they do get in their own head Uh and if they listen to a fan's perspective uh case in point wes and thrash i thought was a great match oh yeah i really enjoyed it from a fan's perspective yeah now if i'm booking or promoting or writing that show or even a wrestler I would say, hey, Wes, why did you give him so much? Yeah. And it's one of those where I don't know how Wes would take that. Um, if Wes would be like, I don't care. I went out and did what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Or if Wes would be like, oh, dang, you're right. Um, but it's and one of those. As it was, we got completely shut down on uh, uh, the long running. Oh, he wants Dave. He wants Dave. No, I want the belt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, okay, fine. <laughs> um, you know, and it's that's the thing is um, just I think fans' perspectives are helpful to wrestlers as much as they are detrimental. Again, fans, I think, are the best and worst thing about wrestling. Yes. So listen to us, but don't listen to us. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, uh, you know, take our critique for what it is, which is really nothing, and then listen to your vets. Again, we always hear that uh, uh, mouth shut, ears open. That is the best way they get anywhere in the wrestling business. Um, But going back to the match... Laid out very well, I thought, because mm-hmm. uh, in the end, as much as as good as Larry is, um, it came down to Wes and Jackson. That's yeah, what everyone knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew it's either going to be Wes or it's going to be Jackson. Um, having Wes win, I thought was brilliant. And a lot of people probably didn't catch it live. I would hope the cameras caught it on the network. 
uh, Jackson just staring down Noah. Yeah. After the match on the outside, the entire time, that angry look. And I was sitting there. I was like, I haven't seen an angry Jackson in forever. Yeah. Um. So seeing that, I thought was great. I really hope the camera picked up on it for the show. Uh, for the addicts that watched at home, because again, some of the live people, uh, like Lugo, uh, on the far side of the ring, yeah, probably didn't necessarily see it as well as we did because it was so close to us, yeah. Um, but again, Wes winning, going on the fight, Dave at Purple Rain, which is something we all thought would happen, but we weren't exactly sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then what's the DOC? Yeah, yeah, the DOC coming out making that announcement that not only is it going to be Dave versus uh Wes for the title it's gonna be a casket match oh man and if anyone knows the history of casket matches in mpx they are they're pretty brutal oh yeah um you know Kirk, kirby's career ended in a casket match at one point yeah uh, <laughs> kirby's career ended in a casket match and then he uh, sold his soul you know, to come Frankie back he got destroyed in a casket match uh jason uh jason took back his mask yep. in a casket match and i don't think we've seen fox since Mm, maybe maybe not it's hard i can't no he was in the rumble wasn't he wasn't that after i don't know know. anyways if he came back it would be great yeah Uh, it's always good to see him every now and then but you know it's like these casket matches they're they're devastating yeah at the very least um i mean look at the i don't want to say real life but look at the real life um injuries that happened you know Shawn michaels lost five years of his career because of a casket match uh-huh. i mean amongst a lot of other things yeah. it wasn't just that one thing but that's where that's the match where he famously broke his back yep. and had to retire pretty much for five or six years um so they are they are very violent deadly matches and we've seen the west and dave feud and we've seen yep. how vicious they can get which we've seen we've seen both men and different aspects, not even just against each other, how violent these two men can get. And I'm uh, going to be honest, while the you know the intervention of House Sagan last uh, in the last time, you know, made a lot of logical sense and everything. I'm really hoping this is going to be closer to the first time Dave and Wes went against each other. Yeah, to where it's just Dave and Wes, and oh my god, it's an amazing match. Yeah, I could see that, and then. Um, I can also see uh, maybe just Lizzie being out there. Maybe Wes beforehand destroys Ash in the back or something. Yeah. Uh, because we know, sadly, and we respect, mm. but the other two won't be there. Yep. Um, so it's just Lizzie. I could see that. Um, and then maybe Wes's wife comes back and eliminates Lizzie. Because we've seen Wes's wife before. Yeah. Um, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it would be. Um, now, as far as I know, she's not a wrestler, but just to run off Lizzie and have a uh, one-on-one would be great. Have her come out with a mallet. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but yes, that match I'm really looking forward to. And it's one of those things where it's like, I could see it going either way. Yeah. I could see Wes getting the title back. I could also see Dave continuing a long reign, mm-hmm. um, you know, and how second reign forever, <laughs> but it's going to be interesting. And, you know, lightning's coming up. Um, they've announced a couple, not a lot. It's like I think we've got like four definite matches and one that we know that's you know sort of has to happen. What half half of it? Yeah, we know Legs defend the title. We just don't know against who. Yeah. Um, we've got Dexter making his first defense, which makes this nightmarish mask a dream real. Yep. Uh, Tatum is getting his shot at the X title again. Uh, yep. the DOC putting him in there, wanting Tatum to be the face. Um, or if Tatum's going to be Tatum, or if Tatum's going to be, you know, 
Tatum. Yeah, right. Is it going to be Tatum Manning or is it going to be Tatum Fisher? <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, and then, you know, having it's going to be interesting to see the addict's reaction to Dexter coming out. Yeah. Um, because again, it's like, as much as he's the most hated man at MPX, at the same time, he does have some, you know, people who actually support him. There. Yeah. People are loving him right now. And it's one of those where it's, I don't think it's necessarily a love as much as it is a respect. Um, and the thing is, it's like that just proves that the match against Brent was a hiccup. Yeah. And it's also, um, you know, him coming out and like I, I joked on mainline, but it's also kind of true. The reason we have that addicts title, that beautiful addicts title, yeah, is because of Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's rightfully his. And it's like like I was stumbling over in on mainline. It's like I just thought it was really interesting the continuity that we saw that you know it was like from the moment Dex came in, you mm-hmm. know, he has been after the MPX Addicts Championship. Yep. And he finally achieved that goal here at at uh Thunder. Yep. And Blanca had a beautiful photo shoot with the addicts title. It was great. Yeah. Um, that's the true champion. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cats always win. Cats are best. That's why Alley Cat's the best wrestler in the world. But on top of that, we also have three matches that, uh, you know, it's like, like I said, these, this really sets the stage for a blow off at Purple Rain in which we're going to see Tommy versus Casey, which. Becker or Dean? Uh, see? Tommy, Tommy see how Becker. confusing it is? Okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> the Tommy Becker taking on charismatic Casey Clay. I'll give you this. I'm going to call them, you know, by their names, but monikers, those have to be earned. I love you guys, but monikers have to be earned. Mr. Match of the Night earned his moniker. <laughs> the Tommy Becker earned his <laughs> moniker. Monikers have to be earned. Charismatic Casey and what was Noah? Uh, nonstop or I don't even, I don't even remember. I don't either. Yeah. It's like, I remember charismatic because, you know, it's like, well, actually he kind of is, but I, and I do love the alliteration uh-huh. of CCC and in and in. It's great. But anyways, oh, yeah. but, um, actually one thing I noticed, he's named Casey Clay, mm-hmm. right? And they've got a Muhammad Ali style entrance. Yeah. Theme. I am the great, you, know, you didn't, like, you didn't realize that you didn't catch that. I, I caught it like, I think two weeks ago. No, I, I mean, just never thought to comment on it. It's again, I love Noah. Uh-huh. He is talented. Casey's a star in the making. He is. And honestly, um, he's like, uh, they're both stars in the making. They this are. Is, this is the same this case is, as. This is a Ryan and Tommy thing. And because yeah. there were at points where I was saying Tommy's the best. Ryan's going to get lost. Dave is a good solid hand. Yeah. And they all three changed at one point to me. And uh-huh. now they're all three stars. Yeah. It's probably the same with Casey Noah. But as of right now, God, I can't wait to see Casey just blow up. Yeah. Um. And again, it was the when I first heard their music. And I heard the Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, uh-huh. and then I saw Casey Clay. Clay. I was like, oh, it's his music. Cool. <laughs> of course, it's funny that it's a white guy doing this, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but either way, it's like we've got uh, Casey Clay versus the Tommy Becker, which mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see that match because Tommy Becker is one of the most athletic wrestlers I have ever seen. And he's, as Ryan loves to point out, he's getting thick. Yep. And Casey Casey started at an 11 and is just getting better. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's one of those where, again, we're building to what we think is going to be a great match between uh-huh. these two for the title, maybe uh, throwing trainers or what have you. But yeah, it's like because we're also going to see Ryan versus Kirby, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, Ryan versus Kirby. Uh, double checking that. Uh, and we're going to see Jackson versus Noah. 
Yeah. Now, I'll be honest. I thought that it should have been, you know, Noah versus Ryan so that they had the, or Noah versus Tommy so yeah. that you had each member of the tag team going against each other. Yeah. But seeing how they're kind of interweaving the three sides on all of this, you know, it's like the, you got the Jackson Kirby and you've got the, yep. you know, rookies versus larger than life and all of that just kind of interweaving. It's fine, whatever mix up they give. Yeah. Uh, we're, it, we're getting, you know, we're getting old versus new. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Yes. Confirmed. And that's, you know, if, if it's just a tag match, uh-huh. cool. If it's somehow more, even better, but the story they're going, I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I even, and I went a little too hard on mainline, but I thought it gave to the great story of Kirby's hanging on to the young talent. Uh-huh. Um, given, you know, and we talked about it in Kirby and Tommy's match. And at the same time, it's like the way I look at it is this, and I didn't say this on mainline, but this is honestly, you know, what it looks like to me. It's Kirby trying to ensure the legacy of, you know, what mm-hmm. he's made. Yeah. And he made Jackson, he made Tommy and Ryan, he made Noah and Casey, you know, it's like, so. And it's. it's he trained and helped make them. They kind of made themselves. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I don't know. I, I didn't know if you're going storyline or if you're going real. <laughs> I'm going storyline. I was like, okay. going real life, then yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. If you're going storyline, then yes, he, he made them. <laughs> and Kirby will be the first to tell me that, no, that's bullshit. I didn't make them. They made them. Oh, he says all the time. All Jackson did was walk into the place. He didn't actually help Jackson at all, which yeah. I know is bullshit. That's just Kirby being Kirby. But... <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like whether you ask Kirby or whether you ask Jackson, you're going to get a different answer on either side. Exactly. But it's like the way it looks like, it looks like Kirby's trying to ensure the legacy of the people that he's, you know, trained and everything like that. Brilliant how you, the face, looks at it that way and me, the heel, looks at it as, no, this is Kirby hanging on to the coattails of the young kids. Yeah. He wants to, he wants to be in the limelight. He wants to stay. Uh-huh. And this is how he does it. He gets these young kids and he keeps them his. We're, we're arguing relevancy versus legacy. Exactly. And I I love that that's honestly how any addict can look at this. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what gives to this great storyline of the young kids in Noah and Casey versus the still young kids, uh-huh. but Ryan, Tommy, and Jackson that like, no, we're good. We don't need you. Yeah. I think that Ryan and Tommy are still in their early 20s and just. Oh, that hurts, man. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. Well, just wait till, you know, two years from now when Casey or Noah or whoever's the champion. We're like, remember when he first started out and he's only like 20? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, well, there are other trainees that I know are like 18. Yeah. And this is like, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. It sucks. Don't stop, but stop. It sucks getting old. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I mean, honestly, I'm looking forward to lightning because this yes. is going to paint the final picture for purple rain yep. it's going to we're going to have a very clear look at what purple rain is going to look like and even then we're not going to have the full picture until right. you know it's all announced i think this is probably the first purple rain where and it's COVID, so yeah things have to be different uh-huh. uh we're going to know a couple matches we're not going to know the whole card in previous purple rains we've known pretty much the whole card yeah um but again purple rain biggest event mpx holds it's going to be great uh and honestly it's like uh 
MPX addicts and anybody else who happens to listen to this, uh, Purple Rain this year, it's going to be in the middle of COVID-19 going Mm on. We've got the pandemic. And yeah, it's going to be limited seating because, you know, we've got to stay safe at the show and everything because, you know, we do try to stay safe. No, not try. We really, MPX really does. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, Because there are, I mean, like I've talked about, I think other companies have done well. And there are some that haven't. Um, yeah. Watching uh, how GCW operated, they did very well. And yep. they even cracked down. After their first show, they cracked down more on mask. Yeah. Uh, King of the Deathmatch didn't really crack down on the mask, and it showed. Yeah, and um, you got, like, you know, it was like uh, SWE versus All Pro. Right. And know, how, All Pro did a really good job yep. keeping everybody separated, keeping it outside, and everything like that. And SWE, SWE I was there, and I... Nothing against the show itself. I did not feel the safest. Well, I was gonna say from the clips I saw, there wasn't a mask in sight. I was wearing them. I was wearing them. And then there's you know places like Heavy Metal who run out a mall and only have ten fans sent by email and handpicked uh-huh. to be there. And I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah. So, but it's yeah. again um, tickets are limited, but. If you can and you do feel safe, it's a place you want to be. Yeah, it's like we would love to see the tickets sold out for Purple Rain. We would love to see, you know, it's like I would hate to see everything, you know, fall down with the uh, network. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, if we hear that, oh, well, you know, the network is uh, having trouble because we're, you know, being flooded or something like that. That would be kind of one of those up and down, you know, I'd love to hear it, but not love to hear it kind of things. (laughs) Because it's something where... People do want to witness Purple Ring. Uh, uh-huh. Even, even you know, people in the business that aren't a part of MPX, they 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 have their ear and eye mm-hmm. on MPX. They don't necessarily follow. They always turn out for Purple Ring, or they yeah. always want to know what happens to Purple Ring because yeah. it is it's the biggest show. And definitely, it's like get your tickets, get your virtual tickets, everything like that, because Purple Rain is going to be awesome regardless of everything that's going on. Yep, and it's one of those where you know, like I said, we know two matches right now. We know. The prospect title will be defending uh, Red Rain against yep. Sky. We don't know who's going to have it, but you know it's going to be Sky and Red Rain. That right there is going to be amazing. Yep. Um, he he will paint the canvas red. I bet <laughs> we're going to have that uh, awesome you know casket match yep. between Dave Sagan and Wesley Crane. Yep. We're going to have what we think might turn out to be a six man tag match between you know Kirby and the rookies and Larger Than Life and Jackson. It's either that or it's going to be tag title match maybe and then Jackson versus Kirby, which we've seen before and was great. Yeah. No, uh, who knows where it'll go with that? Uh, and there's other you know there's so many other things and other wrestlers like you know. We're looking um, up and down the roster, and you know, every all the big names are going to be there. What uh, what's Dimitri going to be doing? You know, what's um, you know the rest of House Sagan going to be doing? Mm-hmm. What's you know uh, Dexter going to be doing? There's definitely going to be things uh, to look forward to. Oh yeah, and it's like, and then we've got the, we've got that hopeful uh, uh, triple threat match. Yeah, you know who gets Menage a Trois? Exactly. <laughs> who gets welcome to the party? Yep. Who gets the triangle? You know everything like that. Uh, but yeah, but, I mean. To be fair, I think CJ, because he started doing that beforehand, didn't he? He needs to get the triangle. Uh, Tatum, Tatum needs, needs welcome the, the party. Yeah. Uh, Larry just needs the menage a trois shirt and tights. <laughs> yeah. um, and the, Let in, him keep the, the innuendo team. of it. <laughs> it's Larry. Yeah, he'll get it. Exactly. <laughs> but either way, he's like looking forward to the rest of this month. It's going to be great. It is. And it's something, you know, Purple Rain. Hopefully there's some surprises, uh, mm-hmm. you know. 
God, we haven't we haven't seen Schaefer in forever. We have not seen Big Fitz in forever. We haven't yeah. seen Prince Adam. These are some guys. Man, I wish they hopefully come back for Purple yeah, Rain. Definitely. So who knows? But we'll anyways, see. yeah. But either way, we will see you this Saturday. And, uh, you know, our God bless you. See you all Saturday.